Masechet Megillah Daf Chaf. We're going to finish off talking about uh, a minor, a katan reading with a couple of little stories. And then we're going to talk about the fact that the Megillah that's read during the day can be read all day. And once we mention that, we're going to mention a whole bunch of other halachot that also uh, their obligation begins uh, in the morning and also lasts the entire day and brings sources for each of them. So pretty straightforward. So we begin with a little story. Rabbi Yudah Machshir Bekatan, we mentioned in the Mishnah that Rabbi Yudah says that a minor, we qualify that as a minor who reaches a level of education, he understands what he's doing, maybe about nine years old, is allowed to read the Megillah for other people. And we have a story. The Biudah says, I have a proof that my opinion is correct, which is from myself. When I was a child, I read the Torah in front of the Bitarfon and the other elders in Lod, and, uh, and they were okay with it. So therefore, you see, the halacha is like me. And colleague said, Sorry, you cannot bring a proof from a child. In other words, a child is not allowed to be a witness. Uh, it's not trustworthy. So he's uh, stuck in a bit of a, a paradox, which is that he can only, he's only reliable to testify as an adult. But we know an adult can read. You know, so you need an adult to have, who was there to testify that that, in fact, was the case. And the Bitar Fund and the other elders were okay with it. So we throw out his proof of his story. Another story, Tanya Amarabi. Now, this is Rabbi Yudah Hanasi, a fifth generation Tana, and he was a child and he read Mikra Megillah in front of Rabbi Yudah, our Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah Bar Eli, the fourth generation. And so you see, he says, therefore, this is a proof. They told his Rabbi's colleagues told him, no, you can't bring a proof from the very person who permits it. Rabbi is the one that permits a Katan reading in the Mishnah. So yeah, he followed his own opinion. By the way, this is a good proof that whenever you see a machloket, uh, you can probably assume that each, each uh, opinion actually followed their own view. Uh, so he said, okay, you did it in front of a biyudah. That's why he didn't tell you anything, because he thinks it's allowed. But you can't bring that, that as a proof that everybody else agreed that that's the halakha. Um, good. Now, in the second story, why didn't they respond to him the same way as in the first story that said, and said, tell him, oh, you were just a child. A child can't be a witness. So the answer is, says, you're right, they could have said that answer also. So that's a double answer. First of all, you were a child and therefore untrustworthy as a witness. And second of all, even if you were an adult, even if an adult was there and saw a child read in front of the Eli, we still would have rejected the proof because he is the very, he's the very minority opinion who permits it. So that's not a proof that everybody else agreed to it. Okay, and now ready for the next Mishnah. So all of these cases, one cannot do it at night. They have to, you have to wait till sunrise. Um, so number one is reading the Megillah. I, we, of course, we read Megillah at night also. We're talking about the daytime obligation, as the Gemara will explain. And Berit Milah has to be done during the day. And Tevilah. 
not all tevilot uh, for a nida and someone who gave birth, they go to the mikveh at night uh, because they have to, nida has to count uh, a certain number of days, has to be full days, she has to go at night. But other, um, most other cases, uh, tevilah can be during the day. Avilomazin uh, is to, uh, if someone is tameh, met, then we bring the paraduma and we will sprinkle the paraduma water on that person. Some people connect these two. Tovlin velomazin means to dip and to sprinkle the paraduma water. And also, shomeret yom keneged yom is a, a woman who is a zava. If she sees blood not during the time of her, her nida, if she sees either one day or two days, so uh, then she is still zava ketana. And she only if she sees three days in a row, then she's Havagidola. So if she sees one day or two days, she has to watch uh, to make sure she does not see any more blood on that uh, second day or third day. And uh, then she, if she does not see any blood, then she can go to the mikveh that very day. So that tevila has to be during the day. Okay, so that's just an example of someone who can go to tevila during the day because of that. Makes more sense that this Lotovlin is connected to Mazin, to Paraduma. Okay, so all these people, uh, they can do uh, the, this Tevila and other things at sunrise. If they did it at dawn, at daybreak, uh, some 72 minutes before sunrise, then it's still okay. The point is that really the day starts at daybreak, but it's hard to judge exactly when that is, right? When the first glimmer of light is. And so therefore, we generally just say, wait till sunrise in order to do it. But um, if someone did it earlier uh, or in an extreme circumstance, that would still be valid. Good. Now, Minelan, how do we know the first case that Megillah has to be read during the day? So these days have to be remembered. And this remembered means reminding ourselves by reading the Megillah. And that is therefore during the day. Now, wait, this, perhaps this Mishnah is a rejection of Rabbi Yosho ben Levi. He said that one has to read Megillah at night and during the day. He's an early Amora. You, what, what you see is that in, the, <coughs> in all Tanaitic, in the Mishnah, in all Tanaitic literature, it only talks about uh, the Megillah read during the day. That's the main one. And he came and said, oh, also at night. Now, since he said also at night, then I might have thought that since I'm allowed to read, I have to read at night. So nighttime is a good time for reading. So therefore, I can read at night and I could read maybe before sunrise. Um, so uh, this would be a rejection of it because he says you can read at night. And the answer is, No, we were talking about the daytime reading. The daytime reading has to be during the day. But you're right. There's no, there's no problem. It doesn't contradict the Yosha Ben Levi says you also have to read at night. One at night, that has to be a night. The one during the day has to be after sunrise. Very good. Below Malin, how do we know that we believe me last to be during the day? On the day of the eighth day. So not the 24-hour day of the eighth day, but the daytime, um, which is exactly what we do. Below Tovlin, below Mazin. 
ביום השביעי, והתקשתי בילה להזיה. So we know that um, if someone becomes tamimet, so we have to bring the paraduma, and we have to purify them with the paraduma water on the third day, and on the seventh day, and then on that seventh day, he, he washes his clothes and bathes, tevilah. So since we know tevilah has to be during the day, so too the sprinkling has to be during the day. Good. Why even have to tell us this? Don't we know that already? We know that uh, uh, most people who go to the mikveh go to the mikveh during the day. So why do you have to tell me this specific example of a woman who is a zava who saw once or twice that she can go, that she must go during the day? And the answer is as follows. This uh, reasoning is a little bit complex. Uh, we'll just take it step by step. Um, okay, I might have thought that she is uh, um, uh, that a woman who sees once or twice is the same as a man who sees a, uh, a discharge of zav, um, like gonorrhea, some kind of, some kind of disease, and he sees once, he also has to check to make sure he won't see twice, otherwise he'll be a zav, a zav a, a gadol. Or the iyashel zav itkash kedi. And in turn, the, the, the man who's, who sees a, a, an, an irregular emission is similar to the man who sees a seminal emission, baal kedi, who also is tameh. Dichtiv, zot torat hazav v'asher tesem menu shichvat zera. You see in the pasuk, they're connected back to back. Now, ma baal kedi tovel bayom, so just like Balkedi um, goes to Mikveh, he can go that day, that very day, and then that's it. He's he's uh, he'll he'll be tahor at night. So too, I might have thought. So so too, Azav also has to go during the day. Okay, good. Now we know that's established. Now how now we're going to connect that the man who is Azav or Balkedi has to go during the day. Let's compare that to the woman who is a zava. Now, the woman who sees, she cannot go uh, to the mikveh during the day because it says, She can't go during the day because she has to watch the entire day, and she can only just watch the next day to make sure she doesn't um, have any more bleeding on the next day. So therefore, there's no way she can go during the, that day. She's like Anida who has to wait till night. Fine, she has to wait till night. But now this watching, right, the Shomeret part of it, I would think maybe that could be in the beginning of the night. She'll watch herself, make sure, okay, no more blood for a couple of hours in the night. And then I would think maybe she can go and do tevila at night. In other words, the, by, the comparison between the man and the woman would tell me, I know the man can go during the day. So that would, should mean, fine, the woman can't go during the day because that's a special case, but she can at least go that night. That's what I might have thought. She do a little shimur and then she go to tevilah. And the answer is because she has to. She has to count. Um, she has to count either one day if she only saw twice or seven days if she saw three times. So any 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 uh, person who has to do uh, some kind of counting has to be has to go to the mikveh during the day and not at night. 
And so therefore, that's why we have to, the Mishnah has to tell us the special case of Shemit Jom Jom. I might have thought otherwise. In fact, she is the same as others who have to count. Good. Now, any of these people, if Bidi Avad, they went before sunrise, but after daybreak, it's okay. So what is the definition of a day? Hashem called the light day, which means anytime you have a light, and light, even a, gl- a glimmer of light, it's already called day. Um, you can prove it from uh, Rashbam's uh, interpretation. It means it became boker, uh, it became daytime, and that's, uh, that's already day. So even the becoming day is day. So any light is called day. And that's how we know that really dawn is the beginning of the day. And that's why all these people can go and do their mitzvah um, at dawn. Hold on, if you use that logic, I'm gonna, can we apply the same logic um, in the afternoon that goes into evening? Because then it would say, when there is darkness, um, when it's meaning when it starts getting dark, the process, and you can also follow Rambam, this is Vahi Erev, it became uh, nighttime. <clears throat> so also, would we say that night, the night starts when it starts getting dark? Which that would mean that Shabbat is over at sunset. Um, Yom Kippur is over at sunset, right? But we don't say that. We all know that we have to wait till it gets totally dark until we can see stars. It's not night. So now you're um, not being consistent in the way you treat the morning and the afternoon. Okay, so forget that derivation, a new derivation altogether, right? Because really the halacha is the daytime starts at dawn and ends at nightfall. So the daytime is actually longer than the nighttime. Uh, so here we can learn it from here. Pasuk from Nehemiah, when they are building the walls in Jerusalem and the people, there's laborers that want to cut, there's people that the Samaritans want to come and stop them. And so what they had to do is half the people were doing the work of building the wall and half the people were on guard holding spears. And they were doing that from Alota Shachar, right, from daybreak until until it got dark, right, from the first glimmer of light until the last glimmer of light went away. And so there you see that the daytime is considered from the first light till the very last light. And then at night, they would be on guard the whole night so people wouldn't come and vandalize it. Um, and the labor was done during the day is the continuation of that pasuk. Okay, good. So that's the proof. We're going to explain the proof a little. My Omer, why do I need a second pasuk? How come I can't just learn it from the first? Because if I only had the first pasuk, I might say, no, the, the, the first, a dawn is not daytime. They just started earlier. And, um, and uh, the, the, the twilight in the, uh, in the afternoon is not night. But they they just stayed very late, and so maybe the, the daytime is not is not defined by what they did. They just wanted to take advantage of every minute they could possibly work. So that's why we need the second pasuk. The second pasuk teaches that at night we did only guarding. 
And during the day is when we did the work. So the day is defined as whenever they did work. And when did they do, do did, when did, did they do work? From the very first light to the very end of the light. And that's the, the longer period. So that's a proof that um, really the day starts at Alot HaShachar. And that's why even though Lecha Techila, we would start all the mitzvot at sunrise, because then that's for sure. It's hard to calculate exactly when Alot HaShachar is. Even today, you look at different calendars for when uh, a fast day starts and everybody has different numbers. It's a complex uh, calculation. So we go by sunrise, Lecha Techila, but Avad. And also for starting a fast, when it's, you have to have that chumrah, we go with alot All right, next Mishnah. Kol hayom kasheli kriyat ha-megilah, v'likriyat ha-halel, v'litkiyat shofar, v'nintilat dulab, v'litfilat ha-musafin, v'lamusafin. So the, these mitzvot, would have to, which have to be uh, done during the day, you can do them all day, not just in the morning, not just in the afternoon. So let's go through the list. Um, reading the re- reading Megillah, you could do it in the morning when you wake up. You could do it in the afternoon, uh, you know, b- b- before the seuda. Some people do it then. Reading, saying Halel on those days, the holidays of Chanukah, when you have to say Halel, you could do it all day. We usually say in the morning with Shacharit, but if you didn't, you could say it in the afternoon. But hearing Shofad anytime on Rosh Hashanah, anytime. Taking Lulav anytime during the day on Sukkot. Um, the praying Musaf can also be done anytime, right? We can, you know, sometimes uh, there's days when we uh, pray late and uh, Musaf will be after after uh, Chatzot, that's fine. Musaf, Korban Musaf itself, in terms of Bet Midash, could be done all day. Levidui haparim, this is for a the Kohen Gadol or the Sanhedrin who make a mistaken ruling for the public and the public follows it. So they have to bring a special pod for as a chatat. Um, so this uh, this pod chatat um, can be done anytime. The vidui can be done anytime during the day. Vidui ma'aser, vidui yom kippurim. When you bring ma'aser, um, you say a, you, a paragraph <laughs> that's meant that's in the Sefer Devarim, right? I took everything out of my house, all, all consecrated items. That can be said and done anytime. And the vidui on Yom Kippur that the Quen does um, uh, on, on a special korban could be done anytime on Yom Kippur. Lismicha. And so in general, this is going to be a long list, but basically it's anything that is done in the Bet HaMikdash, except for a couple of things that we'll see. Um, but all, all basic services are done in Bet HaMikdash, are done during the day. Semicha, putting your hands on, on an animal to indicate what it's for, the own, that the owner does, or a kohen. And l'shrita, doing sh- uh, um, uh, slaughtering the animal. Tenufa, waving, like uh, the korban ha'omer has to be waved. Hagasha, bringing a meal offering uh, close to the to the mizbeach. Kemitza, taking a fistful of flour offering. Haktara, uh, doing ketoret. Limlika is pinching the neck of birds. <laughs> is how they are. Uh, they're, that's how they're they're they're, they're killed. Um, for a korban. Kabbalah is receiving the blood uh, in a vessel. Hazaya is sprinkling the blood um, onto uh, uh, either the curtains um, or the mizbeach. Lashkayat sota, if you have to do a sota ritual and make her drink, it, it could be done anytime during the day. Arifata agla, if we have a murder and we don't know who did it, so we bring the heifer and we break its neck. That ritual can be done anytime during the day. Tarata misora, the whole process of someone who was a misora 
who has to bring uh, uh, who has to bring birds and go through a whole process is done during the day. That's all. The, all those were daytime mitzvot. Nighttime mitzvot is cutting the omer, even though the omer is brought and waved during the day. The night before, meaning the second night of Pesach, is when they would go out to the field and actually cut the first barley. That can be done at night, and it can be done anytime during the night. Early, late, doesn't matter. And any fats or limbs of korbanot that have to, didn't, you didn't get a chance to burn during the day, you can put them on the Mizbech, and they can also burn all night. And finally, we end with a general rule. Anything that the Mizbech is during the day, it can be done all day. Anything Mizbech is at night, it can be done all night. There are some exceptions to this, uh, which we'll also talk about. Okay, Minelan. How do we know what is the source? So we're going to go one by one. How do we know that reading Megillah can be done during the day? Because it says these days are remembered. So, and means if it's done, if it has to be done during the day, then that's the rule. All day is fine. Pasuk in Halel itself says, from sunrise to sunset, we praise you, Hashem. So all day is appropriate to praise. <laughs> or this is the day that Hashem has uh, made a great miracle for us. So that also mentions the day, and that means all day. So since it has to be during the day, it can be all day. The Roshana is called in the Torah the day of blowing. So that's all day. Um, the Pasuk in Vayikra, which is talking about sacrifices made to Hashem, burnt offering, meal or sacrifices, each on its own day. So it has, everything has to be done on the correct day, but whatever that day is, it can be all day. How do we know that the prayer of Musaf can be done all day? Well, the rabbis instituted the prayer of Musaf uh, and corresponding to the Korban Musaf. So just like the Korban can be done all day, so to the prayer can be done all day. The confession that's done over for, for a bull by a Kohen Gadol or by the Sanhedrin, the Aleph Kapara Kapara Yom Kippurim, the Tanya Gabe Yom Kippurim, Bechiper Baado Ubad Beto. So we're going to make an analogy of atonement um, from Yom Kippur. Regarding Yom Kippur, it says that the Kohen Gadol will uh, place his hands on the bull offering for himself and his family. Atonement has to be done during the day because regarding Yom Kippur, it says, Yom Hazeh, this day you will atone. So all the services of Yom Kippur have to be done during the day, including the Kohen Gadol's own pad. And so too, uh, this the chatat that he would bring for mistaken ruling is also atones, and that parallel says both of them are during the day. They do ma'asir when you when when someone brings ma'asir, he says, He says this whole paragraph that he has done, uh, he's done the ritual correctly, it's in Devarim. And the very next pasuk, on this day, Hashem has commanded you. Uh, regarding the misfot. So since that's back to back, and that says during the day, it means all day. Placing your hands on the animal, 
uchtiv ba b'shechita beyom zibchachem. Regarding shechita, it says on the day that you slaughter, and it says semicha and shechita are back to back. You know, usually you do the semicha right before you do the shechita, so that would be also during the day. It says on the day that you will wave the omer, so that's also during the day. Bringing it near is connected to to the waving. First you wave it, then you bring it near the the meal offering to the mizbeach. And so there you go, says the, uh, says, um, uh, he, he takes it right away and brings it. He does the, uh, he does the, uh, um, uh, 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 waving and then he brings it. And now all the rest of them, we're just going to bring a catch-all pasuk. Um, in Vayikra, that this says this is the law, the burnt offering, meal offering, sin offering, guilt offering, consecration offering, uh, peace offering that Hashem commanded on that day that he commanded B'nai Israel. So you see all offerings and all the steps that one has to do with them are done during the day. The only exception would be the cutting of the Omer and the burning of the fat and the limbs, which are uh, done at night. During the day, well, it says the word Torah regarding uh, Sota, and it also says that, right, as it says, right, do all this instruction. Torah just means instruction, so there's um, a lot of different Torahs within the Torah, instructions for various things. And regarding judgment, it says that um, anyone who um, comes to a Betin must follow uh, the Betin, specifically the Sanhedrin, has to follow whatever they say. So now judgment, we know, is done during the day. That's a general rule that um, uh, judgment is uh, starts at least during the day. Um, uh, when uh, that's when Betin convenes. And sota is a type of judgment. It's an unusual, unusual type of judgment. Uh, it's by doing an act, not by the usual, uh, not, not, not by the usual testimony um, in, a, in a court. Nevertheless, it is a type of judgment. And therefore, that also has to be done during the day. And let's just finish off the daytime items. This Ladifata Igla. Um, uh, when you bring the, the heifer and break its neck, when you when uh, someone is murdered, okay, the uh, atones right. It's going to tone for the earth uh, that uh, that received the blood of this person that was murdered. It's going to atone for the community, and so therefore it's similar to a sacrifice, even though. It's not a sacrifice, not brought in the Beit HaMikdash. No, unless it's like a sac- it, it, it performs atonement. And we saw before, anything that performs atonement is during the day. And the Mesorah also, because it says, this is the Torah of the Mesorah, right? This is all the instructions of how Mesorah will become purified. Be'yom tahorato, on the day that he is purified. Um, and uh, oh, one, one more. And at night is when you would cut the Omer. How do we know that? So because um, we, because the master said, this is in from, quoting from Menachot, that this is the law, that the reaping of the Omer has to be done at, at night. 
And then the actual uh, offering is done during the day. Specifically, when it talks about putting wood and keeping the, the, uh, the, the fire burning on the Mizbeach, that is burns, it burns all night. And so therefore, any, any limbs and fat that have to be burnt can be burned the entire night. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.